Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Well, what up, High Fivers? Your boy, High Five Tom, and I know I usually don't do a, a preamble here for the Ring of Honor Revelry, but um, it turns out that your uh, your boy, High Five Tom, here is uh, some kind of tech card, I guess, because last week's uh, episode, uh, when I sent it over to uh, the powers that be over Visionary Global Media, uh, there's no audio. I have no idea what happened. Uh, the fuck that happened, so I'm just doing a quick uh, preamble, so um, this is going to be the real episode, so I'm just going to redo uh, last week's episode and get it, I'm not sure what I had on there and everything, but, and, uh, yeah, I don't know what happened, I don't know how to prevent from going in the future, but I'll obviously have to make sure, uh, but while I'm at it, though, the other reason I'm doing a preamble, I just want to show out uh, my, my boy Brundon, uh, Brundon actually texted me, uh, he's the one that let me know that um, the episode had no audio. And he was really bummed because he was looking forward to this week's episode. So, Brendan, uh, shout out to you, my friend. Uh, and high fivers, keep uh, keep an eye out because um, my next trilogy showcase I'll be doing, uh, Brendan will be part of. Uh, so I'm just kind of giving you a little foreshadowing there. But uh, yeah, good looking on amigo. Um, I do apologize, high fivers. I'm not sure uh, what happened, but uh, here's the real recording that I did for uh, for Ring of Honor Revelry uh, episode 1.24. Uh, reviewing Ring of Honor TV, uh, episode 38. So thanks a bunch uh, so much, High Fivers, and uh, enjoy what uh, Bill and I recorded last week. What up, High Fivers, uh, per the usual. You know, it's uh, it's your boy here, High Five Tom, and I got Will here on the other side of the country. Will, how are you this evening? Tomorrow, Tom, how are you? I, well, you know, Will, now that I get to see your pretty face, I am good to go, so... My pretty yeah. face. I'm not the one with a freshly shaven mug. That's true, you know. And we got, uh, we got, my, we got Milwaukee Thomas over here, looking like he gets the old hot towel and oh yeah, brushed on shave cream, straight razor treatment. Yeah, no, this is a uh, Milwaukee Thomas as cups the second. And I was telling Will in pre-production, my uh, my goatee is actually uh, still sitting in our backyard. <laughs> My Briscoe goatee, so yeah, it was time. So just a couple months, and then we'll start uh, back up after Labor Day. So make the wife happy. So happy wife, happy life. And ironically enough, the wife uh, is actually at the Brewer game right now. Her first Brewer game without me, so I'm pretty stoked for her. So that's cool. They having a good season. Uh they're in first place. They they're on a four game losing streak, but hey, they're still in first. Yeah, at least they were. I haven't checked the standings recently, so. Um, I've been forcing myself to stay abreast on the, the basketball playoffs. I was abnormally in the loop this year, and obviously everybody around is very excited about the prospect of the Celtics winning the championship, so. Yeah. I mean, because it's uh, Celtics-Warriors, right? Yep. How's that going? Uh, one and one right now. Okay, they they're they're playing right now. Yeah, I mean after the, yeah after the Bucks got knocked out, I'm like, all right, I'm done. 
So there, there's there's merits to both teams winning. I mean, it'd be cool for the Celtics. I mean, I'm not usually a Boston sports fan, but you know, you got a young coach, his first season, be a hell of a way to start. Of course, then you have the pressure of all oh, your first year in, you won the championship. Yep. Now what? All downhill from here. So, and then you got Golden State, you know, rekindling that that greatness. So, it's so when I was doing my getting my undergrad degree in one of my classes, somebody wrote and mentioned the Golden State Warriors in a piece they wrote, and I had to Google it because I didn't know there was a Golden State Warriors. I also didn't really follow the NBA. So like, I knew a handful of teams. But, like I wasn't aware of like the whole league. Yeah. But so I'm like Golden State Warriors. Is that even a real team? I'm like, oh, it's a real team. So what was it eight years ago? I mean, they were getting pretty good, weren't they? I mean, it was 2009. Yeah. 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 At this point, it was probably like eight years ago. That's when I learned Golden State Warriors were a basketball team. No, I know they're across the bay, but I can't remember if they're in Oakland or if they're in in uh, San Francisco. Don't remember. I'm leaning towards San Francisco because Brittany and I were talking about it. And one of her good friends is from the San Francisco area and is a Warriors fan. Yeah, because I think they were in one and they moved to the other. So I'm, I'm thinking they were in Oakland and moved to San Francisco with all that tech money that's going in there. But what do I know? So... This isn't a basketball podcast, Tom. This is a Ring of Honor podcast. This is a Ring of Honor podcast, but it's also our podcast, Will. We do whatever the fuck we want, so. That's right, everybody. I hope you're ready. We're going to talk about, uh, I don't know. Bamboo straws. Bamboo straws. Love the bamboo. Big fan. Great for pillows. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah, Faith and I bought a couple of these in Indonesia. And uh, when I got sick a couple weeks ago, I've been drinking on this motherfucker ever since, so. Ooh, imported, fancy. Yeah, it's it's actually legit imported. So we pay like three dollars for this motherfucker. So yeah. Anyway, so and of course we're both gonna be out of town. We're both gonna miss. You know, was it death by dishonor or death before dishonor? Is that what's going on in Lowell? Yep, for sure. Yeah. Damn it. Yep. But at least yep. we and I get to see each other in in the real life. So. Next month. Yeah, hope, hopefully we sort something out where our paths can cross at least at least once, you know? Yeah, there's a good chance. I mean, our I think we fly out of your state or the state over. I don't know if we fly out of Maine or – I don't know. Whatever. Um, yeah, but, I mean, this is – okay, you're right, Will. This is technically a Ring of Honor podcast. Technically. Um, you know, and it'll be interesting to see what they develop for uh, – for death before dishonor, but this is all about 2012. And this is all about episode 38 of Ring of Honor TV, Will. Air date, June 9th, 2012. 10 years ago, Will. 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years ago tomorrow as we as we record. Right. Uh, speaking of record, Tom, I, I hate to ask to do this so soon, but I just got a text request asking if I can change location. So I'm going to, you'll have to edit this out if you want, but I'm, I'm getting up and I'm, I'm traveling. 
Oh. I got. I got to change. I got to change venues. Well, while Will's traveling here, um, no need to edit this out. Will we? You know, tell the people. Tell the people what what we watched. <laughs> we watched. Uh, yeah, episode thirty-eight, and uh, we are back. And now uh, we're still in Baltimore. And man, like I said, Baltimore's been holding it down in two thousand twelve. Um, great crowds. Um, you know, I've written here on the podcast. Now you can go in the bedroom. Say hi to the fans. Hi, Brent. I am for real. Tom says hi. You can't hear him because I got headphones in. But tell Tom I said hi. What up? Um. Yeah. Hey, Hi. And um. Yeah. And listen, we just start off this episode, um, like we usually do. We just a little segment at the end of last week's episode where we find out. Davy Richards just get his title uh, rematch clause in what's later deemed later on the most important rematch in Ring of Honor history. But Jim Cornette is pissed off that Richards lost in the first place. And if you don't win this match, he ain't getting no more title shots. Um, I don't remember, Will, is he not getting any more title shots, period, or any title shots as long as Steen's got the belt? I don't remember. I mean, it's one of those things, the, the, the wording is... Uh, no more title shots. Okay. Hopefully, Davy's not moving on to greener pastures. But you know, I'll yeah, see. Yeah. When when, when do they go to Impact? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, we know. We got, I'll ask him. Davy Richards trying to have some kind of edge doesn't really. I don't fight for you. I fight for me. <laughs> I want my title shot. But uh I'm confident Steen's gonna have a, a semi lengthy run with this belt, so Yeah. You know, um I mean that's the benefit of doing a, a review show. We kind of definitely kind of know what's gonna be whole later. Um yeah, I mean I think this title run's gonna be fun. So, you know, I'm, I'm shit, we've been waiting for it long enough. So it's got to be better than Hangman hey Adam Page's title. Oh, wait, what? Sorry. All right. So now we go to our first match. We got some action here, Will. We got our action. boy. And like I said, if you donate to um, Ring of Honor Reverie dot GoFundMe dot send high five time to truthmartiniacademy.com and send us some money. So I can take 12 off weeks off of work to go train on truth martinis. Um, but yeah, he's escorting, you know, um, the hot new prospect, Mr. Michael Elgin to the ring against high five, Tom favorite will favorite good friend of the shining wizards, not from California, Matt Taven. So we get some fresh blood this episode again. So I dig the the MTV kind of style on the Taven's gear. Yeah. I, and like I've said, I don't remember if I've said it on the podcast or not, but one of the things I'm looking forward to is becoming more of a fan of Matt Taven. Mm-hmm. Because when I sporadically watched Ring of Honor, Matt Taven didn't do a whole lot for me. And then in all that time I wasn't watching, Matt Taven became like, 
the man. One of the biggest stars at Ring of Honor had. So glad uh, I'm starting to see him a little more. Had a good match with Michael Elgin, but I mean, Truth Martini out at commentary kind of felt like more of a just a formality for the House of Truth. Maybe not so much he was there for Michael Elgin. Yeah. Um, Who is going to be wrestling Fit Finley? Yeah. Um, At Hammerstein. Yeah, coming up here in a, in a couple of weeks. Oh, I saw so I saw a funny tweet today or uh, somewhere because I mean um, in real time David Finley is wrestling Adam Page um, as we speak ish, and uh, someone tweeted that David Finley needed a needed a swoggle. Oh, that so was a uh, Asian Joe. That I makes sense. I know Asian, Asian Joe, Joe said it in the Discord. I don't, he he could have tweeted out too. I don't know if I follow him on Twitter. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's a swoggle. Yeah. From Wisconsin, by the way, I just saw Swago a couple weeks ago. So, um, but yeah, like we said, uh, we got Truth Martini escorting Elgin to the ring against Matt Taven, and we have Truth Martini on the call. Um, and listen, I always kind of wonder. I don't know if it's Michael Elgin's talent, um, but Ring of Honor books these smaller versus bigger guys really well. Elgin is a really good wrestler. Yeah, I mean, he is. You know, he's he's definitely a great talent. You know, Matt Taven obviously is still quite young here, but he's also a very good wrestler. I mean, you look at the people that he's been paired up against. You know, TJP. If we want to go all the way back to like our first episode we did together. Yeah. Adam Cole. Like these are all great smaller opponents. Yeah. Yeah, that, that match with TJP was a lot of fun. No, we're really not seeing Elgin throw down with people like Rhett Titus. Those kind of like, and Rhett's really the only other like bigger, smaller guy, guy I think we've really seen. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, there really isn't anybody else in like kind of like if you want to call it a weight class. Yeah. Um, and dude, Fucking Elgin's only 26 years old right here. Which is, I mean, he just wrestles way above his years. And then later on, like five, six years, he's going to look like he's 46. But, you know, it's it is hair. what it is. So, um, yeah, and ta- yeah, like you said, but yeah, I mean, Taven looked awesome in this match. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, most, I, mean, I don't want to say unfortunately, but a lot of this episode was really about the commentary. And this, I mean, this match was great. Um, but it's really more about Truth Martini and the stick. Um, you know, Truth Martini, he's quelling any rumors that there's any cracks in the house of truth. And uh, <laughs> he hit a funny but he does kind of he does kind of downplay Elgin. And yeah. he, he kind of put a little more effort into trying to plug the uh, the possible new additions that we're going to be seeing. The soon. Guardians of Truth. The Guardians of Truth issued a challenge to them boys. So we'll see if them boys, except for uh, I would assume that'd be best in the world. Um, yeah, truth. Uh, um, so speaking of the, of the guardians of truth, um, I shoot have no idea who this is going to be. Um, do you have any guesses? I'm trying to think. Um, I don't know. I mean, being a smart ass, I'll say it to Anthony and Danny, but. 
um, no. So that's funny. Jumping ahead to like when I first kind of checked into Ring of Honor, I don't really. There really wasn't like a house of truth. It was Truth Martini and. Was it Matt Taven? Was Matt Taven with Truth Martini or Jay Lethal? One of the two winds up with Truth Martini. So I don't remember there being like a a faction around them. Yeah. It was like Truth Martini. They had like the girls that would come down with them. Yeah. And like the one uh, wrestler. So we'll see. I I mean, I was trying to think. It's like, because we're bringing in, I think they said it was people that like people would know. Because if you if I say who it is, you're all going to be scared. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I started thinking about who maybe would be available to be the guardians of truth. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm, yeah, it'll be funny. I mean, I'm not really sure. So I guess I guess we will find out. Hopefully, here by best in the world. So um, Team Three D. Why not? We'll th- we'll throw a we'll throw the move to the Dudley Boys out there. Well, I mean, you never know. I don't know, 2012? What were they doing in 2012? Being retired and unretired. Well, I mean, was Bully Ray Bully Ray by then in Impact maybe? So I don't know. Who cares? Um, <laughs> maybe it's Legion of Doom 2.0 or 2000. Could be. I mean, Animal is still alive at this point. So um, Demolition. You know. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, we shall we'll find probably, out. We'll probably find out next week if uh, them boys issue a response. Yeah. So, um, but more on them boys a little bit later. But um, I do I do want to say, I mean, Truth Martinez had a lot of great lines, but he's just talking about Taven. He's like, man, Taven's face is so pretty. I don't know if I want to kiss it or punch it. Um, but, yeah, per the usual, like with these two great back and forth, you know, Taven takes a great, you know, takes a good whooping um, and definitely uses his quickness, you know, and make it believable and puts up a good fight. So, um, yeah, this yeah. match was a lot of fun. Um, ends, with, uh, ends with a buckle bomb, then yeah. spinning sit out power bomb. Does he have a name for that? They just call it a, they just, I think they just call it a power bomb. Okay. They don't yeah. even say it. I don't even think they necessarily say it's a sit out power bomb. They just call it a power bomb. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's powerful, but yeah, it's that thing. Dude, every time I see a buckle bomb, I, I just think of Sting, you know, being buckled by a bomb. by uh, just dropping. Yeah, so. Which we, we, we didn't talk about it, obviously, and let's, you know, let's just derail this conversation. Every time I see a picture of fucking Cody Rhodes' arm, I get the heebie-jeebies. His newest arm? Or... The, the arm with the bruising and shit. Yeah, that's creepy. I also saw a photo, was, it was yesterday or today, I saw like a, like somebody had like a, a timeline of pictures like that he had posted. Yeah. So it starts out as being like this itty bitty bruise just like on the side of his peck and then it just like grew and it's like <sighs> the through line guys, it was, it was a match with Seth Rollins, okay? He was in Ring of Honor. He almost killed Sting. <laughs> yeah, I mean Cody. I mean Cody was in was in Road of Honor, Ring of Honor. So I mean, he was he he literally had a Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Um, that was definitely a, yeah, a derailing. So also best. Have you seen the new meme from stranger things where it's, they put on the headphones and sing what, what's on the headphones. No. Uh, down straight posted one where it was, it showed like the nightmare, like the Cody Rhodes, like logo. Something, something Cody Rhodes. So Cody Rhodes. Um, have you watched all the first part of this uh, season four? Oh yeah, we did. Tom, I was, I was shaking in my seat when I watched that last episode. When it's winding down, it starts throwing all like the the unfolding, if you will. And Brittany's like, "Oh, this is that," and I'm like, "Oh," and then I start putting more of it. I'm like, "Oh," and it's like, "Here's where it's all going." Hyped. Can't wait. Love love these first couple episodes. Am I just the only one that was not into it? Maybe. Maybe you got to smarten up, Tom. <laughs> you know. Yeah, Faith hasn't watched it yet, so we'll probably rewatch. So, I mean, I, I, I guess in the interest of staying spoiler free, is it you feel like so you've obviously watched the seven episodes that are available? Now. Yeah. Do you feel like are you not in, into it because it's like a new story kind of? Whereas the know. first three seasons all kind of focused around like this one central like antagonist. Did you not like the, the splitting stories with like the kids on one side and like the adults on the other? Well, I mean, they've been kind of doing that, I mean, all together for a while. Um, I don't know, is this very stressful? It is super stressful. Um, I was talking about that with uh, Brittany because I finished watching. Um, I'm a nerd, so I watched the Neon Genesis Evangelion Rebuild series, and I'd watched yeah. there's four of them. So I'd watched two of them a while ago, and I watched the other two today. And I was talking to her about like what I thought about it compared to the series that came out like, when we were in like, middle school. And I was describing stuff in the series. She's like, this sounds so depressing. I'm like, because it is. Like, <laughs> this is a very emotionally heavy thing that was kind of targeted towards kids, but maybe kids really shouldn't have been watching. <laughs> yeah. And just the, all the bullying going on really kind of bothered me. So, Ooh, I don't know. They weren't nice. There's no Midwestern sensibilities. No, no. So, um, and you know, said, I mean, Faith and I listed once the now, there how many episodes are they putting out for the, the end? Do you know? I don't know. So, I'm saying only two that'd be dumb, but these episodes are long there's, too. There's no way that they're only going to do two. I mean, you yeah. got to wrap up, you have two sets of storylines to wrap up. I mean, are they going to totally resolve the story? By the end of the season, I mean, maybe they do like a double long season. That's why there's a break. Yeah, well, well, maybe, they give us another, maybe they give us another seven episodes when it when it comes back. I hope so. I mean, I I hope so. So, um, because I mean, you got to think that eventually, kind of the A and B story is going to kind of come together and overlap somehow. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, 
I don't know. Let's, I, I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't in the right mindset. Um, I, I didn't. Mean, that could be too. Yeah, and probably I didn't realize that it was much of an homage to Nightmare on Elm Street as much as I do now. Um, obviously, with I mean a very large um, guest appearance, you know. You, I feel so. like you could say there's Robert England in it. That was a uh, that was announced ahead of the season coming out. So. Oh really? Yeah. Wow, maybe I just totally just uh, skipped that. Huh. You know, it's and it's also okay to not like stuff. It, it's not grabbing you. It's all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, and it's funny because um, I watched six series on Netflix, and five out of the six all had put out new seasons in the past couple of months. So. The only thing that's not coming out in the next couple of months is um, Cobra Kai, which comes out in September. So, so yeah. All right. Well, we'll um, we're running out of Zoom time here, real quick. So right. It's that time. It's speaking of taking a mid-season break. Well, uh, we're gonna take a hey, high fivers. I know we got super derailed here, real quick, but uh, we're gonna take a fuck you Zoom break, and we'll see you in a couple seconds. This time, it's not about championships. This time, if I beat Davey Richards and he goes on to New York City and loses, he's done. I get my shot. But if I beat Davey Richards tonight and he goes on to New York City and wins, I still get my shot. So bottom line is, I need to beat Davey Richards tonight. It's best in the world. Hostage crisis. Live on pay-per-view. Sunday, June 24th at 5 p.m. From the Manhattan Center's Hammerstein Ballroom. See it live all around the world with internet access. Just go to ROHwrestling.com. It's Davey's last chance for the Ring of Honor world title. Davey Richards collides with the champion Kevin Steen. Plus, you will also see a television title triple threat match. Roderick Strong defends against both Jay Lethal and Tommaso Ciampa. ROHwrestling.com. Here now with the zombie princess Jimmy Jacobs and Ring of Honor world champion Kevin Steen talking about best in the world. You, you like saying that? Ring of Honor world champion Kevin Steen? Because I'll tell you, it sounds awesome when you say it. So thank you. What's great about it is that you're going to keep saying it after Best in the World because Davey Richards couldn't beat me in a straight-up wrestling match in Toronto. And he's damn sure not going to beat me when it's anything goes in New York City. This, this is the part where you say, go to ROHwrestling.com. Right? All right, everybody. We are back uh, from our Fuck You Zoom break. And uh, Will and I are done with our uh, – we continued our Stranger Things predictions uh, in pre-production so we're back to talk about this tv episode which we actually both enjoyed i know it doesn't seem like it but we did it went quick i feel like it went by really quick yeah it was actually two minutes shorter than most it was actually under 50 minutes technically uh which is interesting but um but yeah then after so yeah about taven and you know, michael elgin i uh, just doing taven and michael elgin things truth martini you know being truth martini uh, Truth Martini also left without Michael Elgin after the match was over. Yeah. So. Sus. Very sus. I think I'm. We're not saying there's cracks in the house of truth. We're just saying Michael Elgin might be getting kicked out. Yeah, which w- would be dumb. But, I mean, um, he's going to be humongous babyface when it happens, though. You yeah. know, so, I mean, 
this is, uh, I mean, it's very well, I mean, not quite as good, but it's very Wardlow-esque. You know, so I mean, obviously the the body or the the style type and the way it was built and everything. So, um, but I also figured out what I'm hopefully getting Will for his birthday if I can find it. I figured out in this episode, but I got four months yet. So, anyways, uh, we cut to a quick Eddie Edwards promo, and um, you know, all the not so good promo guys did okay this match this this episode. Um, starting with Edwards, I mean, they didn't have him talk too much, uh, but he just explains um, he needs to win this match to get his title shot because no matter what happens at best in the world, um, no matter who's champion, if he beats Richards, he gets a shot. Makes sense. Quick, simple, done. Yeah, because uh, he said Richards beat him for the title, and then Richards beat him to retain the titles. So he's got he's to start winning matches. Yeah. You know, and I like how he's challenging, you know, former world champions. I mean, he started off with Rhino, um, and then he's going to Davey Richards, and he's got Homicide at Best in the World. Best in the world. So, <laughs> That'll be good. That should be a really good match. Yeah, I mean, you know, Edward, Edwards does – I mean, he's a great wrestler. Don't get me wrong, but, I mean, his, his specialty is, is taking an ass whooping. Um, and he took one in, in this episode. but And then we cut real quick to our personal favorites, Kevin Steen and Jimmy Jacobs. And, uh, you know, Kevin Steen talks out best in the world is a very apropos name for this because, well, he is best in the world. You yeah. know, he beat Davey Richards in uh, his match, you know, a technical wrestling match. And now it's going to be, you know, a street fight. And he's going to beat him in that, too. Um, and then, I don't know if he caught this, Will. Uh, but then <laughs> Kevin Steen tells everyone where they can watch this. And where can they watch it, Will? ROHwrestling.com. Oh, that was, yeah, that was, that was great. Um, you know, Kevin Steen's a national treasure. That's the bottom line. I'll be Canadian, but I mean, I love the Canadian too. So, uh, then we go to, um, highlights of, um, of the, the Briscoes and wrestling's greatest tag team again, again for chapter i think what 80 89 because they they did some they kind of went over a lot of the same stuff last week yeah but this time we had them in ring um but nigel keeps calling like referencing it to eartha kit i didn't get that reference so i have to look that up and figure out what the fuck nigel's talking about um who knows yeah so I don't know if that's supposed to be some kind of slang for the shits, but um, who knows? But yeah, and then a lot of talk about how this is the worst, you know, you know, this is the worst move ever. And yes, even if there's a fight without honor, there's still, you know, lines you don't cross and they took it too far. And then, um, and then we get, you know, we cut to the ring and then we've got uh, Rusty's greatest tag team in the ring with Kevin Kelly. And I, I got to admit, though, Will, I mean, uh, Charlie Haas' promos are, are okay, but his his reasoning um, was pretty fucking funny. Yeah, the, the Briscoes are greasy. They had to wipe <laughs> them down with the ether just to, uh, to get a grip on them. Um, I, you know, that was pretty funny, you know. And then he's – and then uh, called back to Arn Anderson, then he's like – you know, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but toot, toot. Pretty good. 
Um, but then I kind of like this though. And Sheldon t- tells us now uh, that a code of honor is your official waiver. The second you shake wrestling stairs tag team hand in a code of honor, you are waiving any liability that um, they like have you, for what they're going to do to you. They they mentioned how they seemingly get fined way more than any other tag team. Yeah. We're not really doing anything different than any other team does. And it's not wrong. You know, you know how much they were fined, Tom? $5,000. He said it. Um, he didn't have the right cadence when, when Joel Shelton Benjamin said it, but he, he did mention $5,000 fines. Yeah. I mean, they should have reshot that promo, but I mean, you know, they did what they can. So it's live. It's live. What can you do? Yeah. So live, live the tape, as the kids like to say, you know, but I, I really kind of like it's a, uh, you know, it's a funny, it's a unique, you know, storyline. And, you know, once again, I mean, two, not the greatest promos and Sheldon and Charlie did pretty decent here, all things considered. So the, the two, two, two thing kind of caught me a little bit. Yeah, I mean, me being in an, an, an our name. Not to toot my own horn. Toot, toot, toot. Um, Les, yeah, I'm an I'm a Arn Anderson mark, so that definitely popped me right there. So, um, But then, yeah, Rusty's Grass Tag Team, they start running down. Um, All Night Express, who will, I don't know if you remember, have a proving ground match that they won. They have a title shot. And they're going to fucking exercise this song bitch did. over they uh, months ago. But don't, uh, don't CNC Wrestling Factory have one too? Because they beat the Briscoes. They did. Were Briscoes when there was, They were. Yeah. There was chicanery because the greatest tag team got involved. That's right. So hopefully. But as Only Express said, you know, we got this months ago. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Red's been out with that knee injury, you know, and, and then we had to have Briscoe's wrestling's greatest tag team, you know, this week and the next week and two weeks from now. And well, I mean, it's not epic unless it's a 94 part series. So, I mean, <laughs> sorry, I'm trying not to be trying to be more positive here, but, uh, you know, hopefully they're, they're definitely getting away from, well, they're actually not as we find out later. Um, it's, it's but, one of those things where people dog the E for giving you the same matches every week, but every everybody does it. Yeah. Um, it just hurts, stings a little more when you do something like this where the show's only an hour long, and it's like, I'm getting this again. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, they're running down um, All Night Express, and uh, obviously, you know, uh, Kenny King and Red Tires, they come on down. And, you know, I, I've been a, a proponent of uh, – or non-proponent of Kenny King. But the fact of the matter, I mean, obviously, the dude's a super athlete. But dude's funny on the funny on the mic. Yeah. Um, called, I, I didn't write it down verbatim, but he basically calls uh, Russell's greatest take team just old. They got old moves. They got old skin. They're just, yeah, they're using the same moves they did 10 years ago. and Yeah. You know, I thought it was kind of awkward. Even their skin was old. I was like, all right, Kenny, but it worked. Because um, they're yeah. the hot new tag team, All Night Express. Yeah, and it's uh, 
you know, so it's going to be Royal Wrestling Scares Tag Team versus All Night Express at Best in the World. And then uh, Shelton runs down, you know, All Night Express saying, you wish you were us, and then they walk off. But uh, All Night Express beat him down. And then uh, Rhett gets the tie, uh, the pin on Charlie, and uh, Kenny counts the one, two, three. It's not an official match, but. Nope. That is not a recognized uh, pinfall. So. Um, Bit of yeah, hubris I, from these young guys, though. Yeah. So it was. It was fun. I mean, we're getting something different finally. So, and then uh, after that, we find out, Will, I always ask you this. I keep forgetting. If I wanted to buy a copy of Showdown in the Sun, do you have any idea where I could get that? You know, I, I had my my extensive notebook right now. So I think it's something like ROHwrestling.com. Ah, oh, that's right. Okay. I definitely you can get have your to t-shirts there too. Yes. Yeah. And all kinds of, and you can watch the pay-per-views and the whole kit caboodle. Um, you know, we'll have to, maybe we'll have to isolate that Kevin Steen where he tells us where uh, we can buy that stuff. So, but next to, you know, after that, we get Will's favorite time of the week, Ring of Honor. We're inside it. We're inside the Ring of Honor. We are inside the Ring of Honor. And speaking of the Briscoes and world's greatest tag team, now Jay and Charlie are going to have their 14th blow-off match because Mark is still lingering. They're going to have a Texas death match in West Virginia. I mean, Virginia death match doesn't really have the same. <laughs> and if you see a VA death match, that has a whole other connotation. Yeah. Um. You know, I mean, it, I don't mind that it's a Texas death match. It's just the participants. Again. We're, we're getting this again. You know. We're um, having some kind of no disqualification. Be all, end all match again. Right. The match that should be ending the beef. Um, you know, this is just, this is classic cornet right here. Um, but I do like how, um, you know, Kevin Kelly did kind of explain, you know, it was like, this is going to be the original Dory Funk Jr. rules, you know, so that was kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and I don't even know if we're going to get this because this West Virginia show isn't in on Honor Club. So I don't know if we're going to get that later because our next event is Best in the World. So, mm. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. I guess we could probably buy it at, um, what was it again? Arbitrusting.com. That's what it is. Okay. You know, I think after 24 weeks, I'd know that by now, but you know. What can you do? <laughs> and then uh, we get some uh, highlights, or not highlights here real quick, but they just go over that uh, the main event is going to be Davey Richards versus Dean, and it's the most important rematch in Ring of Honor history, blah, blah, blah. blah. And, you know, they also tell us that All Night Express is getting their shot at Best in the World was against Wrestling's versus Tag Team. And then this goddamn Lethal versus Strong versus Ciampa for the TV title thing again. Once again. And Roddy's pissed because not only does he have to defend his title in a three-way, he also has to wrestle Tommaso Ciampa next week. Yeah. In a singles match. So, because Champa is threatening everybody, he's becoming a menace. Yeah, 
You know, I mean, is um, he a psychopath? I don't know. He's awfully pointed. He has a goal and he's working to achieve that goal. I don't know if that makes him a psychopath. I mean, yeah. You know, but I mean, Prince Nana can't even ring him in and RD no. Evans doesn't know what's going on. So, um, but yeah, Strong's all pissed off. Um, but yeah, we get a little promo from Prince Nana and RD Evans and Lethal's blaming Ciampa, calling him a whiny little bitch. And he blames Roderick Strong for being a whiny little bitch, not in those words. So, um, he's again, like, no cracks in the house of truth, just Michael Elgin's oh. kind of on the outs. Roddy's pissed about Truth Martini. Saying, oh, you're not going to have to worry about Ciampa. Now he's got to wrestle Ciampa two weeks in a row. Yeah, you know, and his, their mercenary lost his match. You know, so we'll see. Maybe the Guardians of Truth. Maybe they're the Maybe they're the foundation. Oh, I didn't. That was not a bad word. Um, yeah, maybe the, a little soon for the foundation, but, you know, well, yeah. who knows? But, Will, they do announce one more match. And I'm very, very, very because I've seen this match already. Um, I don't know high fivers. I don't know if you know this or not, but we're talking about Shannon's shows ten years old. It's not really 2012, uh, but we do get Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole, and right, and they're uh, right now a fuck of a match in a hybrid fighting rules. That's right. I was gonna say what what it's the uh, I don't remember what the gimmick they call it was, and we get kind of like the it's an MMA the, fight. Yeah, we get the promos from them. But pretty much saying like, call call it whatever you want. Yeah. You know, and once again, uh, not a strong promo at all. Well, Kyle O'Reilly, short and sweet, did a great job here. That's you. Got, that's the thing. You gotta cut it short. Don't let if you're not good with it. Short and sweet's the way to go. And it worked. It worked perfect. Um, you know, and I am kind of sick of Adam Cole respecting everybody. Um, but versus I respect you, Kyle O'Reilly, but I'm going to, you know, but it is what it is. But yeah, Will, um, I don't mean to foretell, but you're going to, this is a fuck of a match. This is, yeah, I'm I really, should just be a heel next week or whenever this goes up and just be like, you know, Tom, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Will. Well, let's kid, uh, Sally forth here to our main event. And it's Eddie Edwards versus David or Davy Richards four. For the first time on TV. First time on TV. And uh these two didn't hold back. Um they know each other very well. Former yeah. former tag team. You know, but until until as uh, Kevin Kelly pointed out, until the belt became you know, came in between them. Um but the story of this match was not necessarily in the ring, we had, we had guest commentary, and this guest commentary was amazeballs. So Carino, fun, baby. Um, Steve Carino just you know comes in. He says, "Oh, I'm the redhead stepchild. I'm coming in to mess." And then he threatens all the former world champions. And <laughs> Nigel's like. Well, I'll ignore that. He's like, well, I obviously didn't mean you. And <laughs> um, separate, he's also dogging. I just like, I liked you better when you were, a, I liked you better yeah. when you were a jerk or something like that. You know, before you lost all your balls and everything. So now, now you guys are just playing the Cornette's game. Yeah. You guys do whatever Cornette tells you to do. You know, and Cornette, I like when they point out, he's like, you guys aren't biased on commentary. And meanwhile, he's just saying, it doesn't matter who wins this match. Steen's going to win. No matter. Yeah. 
this match is useless. You guys are biased announcers. Just great heel commentary. And I, mean, I don't know why I stepped- Ignoring the running. It wasn't on his monitors. No. Yeah. Can't call what you don't see. Yeah. Um, Steve but the Carino, match was good. I owe you an apology. I don't know what took me so long to figure out the brilliance of uh, the wrestling mind that is Steve Carino. But I will definitely throw some of this commentary on. It was just fucking great. Um, and then they even bring up that Bruno, because Bruno Sammartini, shout out to uh, my DDPY sensei, um, Shining Wizards Tony. So you yeah, they're doing those. like a like a some kind of like special uh, like honorary He's, show for him or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Bruno. So obviously Bruno's still beefing with WWF at this time. Um, you know we don't talk about Bruno. You know, and Carino once again he runs down Bruno San Martino. He's like Sam Bruno. Pfft. He couldn't lace Dean's boots, but he's unbiased. So totally good. unbiased. I mean, uh, I will say this match was really good. Yeah. You know, and what I liked about this match or the commentary is, yeah, obviously Carino went off, insulted everybody, uh, put over Steen. But once the action in the ring picked up, he shut up. Yeah, like the last 10 minutes of this match, he just kind of let that all go. And, um, I mean, the fact of the matter is, I mean, Richards and Davey Edwards are fucking magic. That's the bottom line. Um, yeah, and just hold for hold. And um, I, I really respected that. They kind of toned it down after that. So, Yeah, hell, hell of an in-ring show, you know, very evenly matched, very much knowing what the other person's going to go for. Some very interesting new submission holds from Davey Richards. Yeah, that one with the arms thing where he wrapped his arms up in his legs and, you know. Um, Nigel's putting it over. He's like, oh, I, I used to do this. Like, you know, seeing a very different Davy Richards. And, you know, at one point, Eddie's arm gets really banged up and they, they play up. But, you know, he can't even do – he can't even really do like a single leg crab because yeah. he can't really – he can't really lock it in. So – yeah, it was, you know, it, it wasn't their best match. I mean, obviously, you know, pay-per-view, and they only had 15 minutes, um, maybe less, but brilliant. Yeah, I how, mean. How do you, uh, you feel about the ending? I liked it. I thought it was a little bit different. I mean, it kind of, like you said. Felt little, it felt a little weak sauce to me. Yeah, no. I mean. Because I get there was, like, a distraction or whatever, but I just feel like. It's not like it was like a roll-up surprise. So the end of the match, Jimmy Jacobs, Carino missed this. He, he didn't see this at all. So he's he's got to watch the tape back afterwards. But Jacobs is at ringside. Richards tries to kind of fend him off, but he ends up going to the top rope rather than taking advantage of his opponent that's on the ground. And Jacobs, he doesn't push him off the corner, right? Or does he? No, I mean, yeah, he just kind of distracts no, him long enough. And Richards comes off the ropes. Edwards gets him and winds up getting him in like a pinning combination. And Eddie Edwards gets one over Davey Richards. Yeah. Unaware of the involvement of Jimmy Jacobs. Of Jimmy Jacobs. 
Yeah. I mean, basically at Davey Richards goals for a, a missile drop kick off the top rope and, you know, Eddie Edwards had enough time to recover and he deflects it and just gets him in a, you know, and rolls him up in a float over pin, you know, um, obviously it plays up to his injury, you know, and the deflection and everything. And for, you know, I said, if, if this had ended a pay-per-view match, yeah, it would have been a little bit more salty, but I mean, I just feel like if they're going to do the run in is costing you the match, I would have liked to have seen the run in do a little more. Yeah. So, but I mean, this is, I mean, kind of showing, uh, because they even talked about it. I mean, Richards doesn't like getting booed. He likes being the good guy. Well, yeah, because they yeah. talk about how he says the crowd didn't get in his head. Yeah. You but know, it's very uh, obviously in his head because he, instead of taking advantage of Edwards being down, he's like turning looking at the crowd. Yeah. And now the crowd is pretty anti Davy Richards. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, not only was this match brilliant technical wise, but yeah, like you said, it was just the storytelling within this match was awesome. Um, you know, this is more of the, you know, the downfall of Davy Richards and the ascension of Eddie Edwards. So I don't know if Edwards is going to get a push after this or, you know, we'll see. And I don't know. I don't know if this Davy Richards leaving Ring of Honor. I don't know. So I don't know, but that, that was the end of our episode. Yeah. And, um, not quite as good as last week, just because of the simple fact we didn't get any Mike Mondo. Uh, but right, entertaining. That, that immediately takes points off. If Mike Mondo yeah, I mean, you're, you're tough to make that up. Um, and Kevin Steen's not on here live. Um, but we will get an in-ring interview with Steve Carino and Kevin Steen next week, Will. Totally um, unbiased. But, I mean, yeah, listen, I mean, unfortunately, I don't want to say unfortunately, I keep saying it, I don't know why. But, I mean, this episode was more about the commentary than the in-ring action, and I'm okay with that. It's something different. No, it's because the, the the bigger kind of plot points were given to us via guest commentary. Right. Like, the matches were good. Yeah, both of them. But, I mean, the, the House of Truth storyline was really propelled by Truth Martini on commentary. Yeah. I mean, Richards and Edwards didn't really have a whole lot at stake because it was just kind of like whoever wins just looks better going forward. Yeah. So you want to push the story forward. The person who's going to drop the story forward at this point would be Steve Carino and whatever they talk about David Richards because he's got the title shot. Yeah. And if he loses, he doesn't get any more title shots. So. No more title shots. Um, yeah, no, it was, yeah, I really, yeah, I really did enjoy this episode. Um, you know, especially less than, you know, like we always say at this time, you know, if I had seen this episode as my first episode of ring of honor. Yeah. I, I mean, I was intrigued by this truth martini guy. I was very intrigued about all the shit Michael Elgin did. I was really intrigued with, I mean, Matt Taven, this new guy. I'm like, wow, this guy's took a whooping. Um, all the promos. I mean, if I had never seen this before, I wouldn't know that Eddie Edwards, Kyle O'Reilly, um, who else doesn't usually don't have the best promos. They were perfect. Like you said, short and sweet. Yeah, this was a good episode. It was quick because I mean, we've had some episodes where the hour, you know, it's a little less than an hour. It's kind of felt like a drag. Yeah. I mean, this, this episode moved. They had progression. We got to see All Night Express, so that was pretty. That felt fresh. Yeah. 
So. And uh, well, let's see if we keep it going. I mean, we've got we've got a couple episodes in a row now. Been pretty, been uh, pretty good. Yeah, I think now that Kevin Steen. I mean, I mean, let's face facts. Since we've been doing this, Kevin Steen. I mean, besides Mike Mondo, has really been carrying Ring of Honor. Um, you know, episodes, pay per views, the whole kit and caboodle. Now that he's champion. Um, hopefully it gives a chance to other people to shine. You know, hopefully we get away from the Briscoes and refs. You know, maybe All Night Express wins those belts. That would be awesome. I'd be here for it. I think it'll be interesting to see how post Davy Richards they start unrolling contenders for the world title. Yeah, the TV titles situation is kind of like a mess. It doesn't really feel like there's a whole lot moving as far as like TV title contendership goes I mean because you, you but we look at like Davey Richards is out maybe eventually you have him against Eddie Edwards again have him wrestle Adam Cole yeah could have him wrestle I mean you could have him maybe he winds up with a match against Michael Elgin I mean we, we talked earlier about people who are kind of like of a similar size yeah I mean, Steen and Elgin are probably like, if you want to compare like size, weight, strength, whatever. Yeah. Probably the most evenly matched guys there. I mean, Elgin, I mean, Elgin's stronger. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Elgin's stronger than pretty much anyone on the planet at this point. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Who, who they, you know, once they get away, I'm assuming, because they really don't have anybody other than like Edwards. Nobody's really like primed to be kind of like in that contention because they've kept the world title picture so much just Davy Richards and Kevin Steen. That's even without Steen on TV, like that's been the, yeah. the story. He had a great match with Michael Elgin, but it's like, but he's going to be wrestling Kevin Steen later. Yeah. So, um, and then this is all, I mean, we don't know. This is all assuming that Kevin seen maybe Davy Richards upsets him at best in the world. Who yeah. That's not, that's not, come on, come on, come on. I mean, it could happen. I mean, you know, it, I, it could, you know, and we could get Jim Cornette's book in this shit. So, I mean, you could see some fuckery. You know, in the Discord, there there was somebody talking about Becky Lynch going for the twenty four seven title, and I wanted to be like, "Great, we can get Baron Corbin versus Becky Lynch again." <laughs> yeah, anything could happen. Good. So, um, yeah, great episode. I I'm listen. I think we are. I mean, you know, we're twenty four episodes in on this, and I think we've definitely seen some peaks and some valleys. Um, and I think that hopefully going with, with Kevin Steen as champion, um, they've groomed a couple. I mean, they're going to need to groom some people, you know, like, I mean, like I said, not I, like that. I don't mean to be a fortune teller, but dude, I mean, yeah, seriously, this, this Cole and O'Reilly match is, is going to change your life. It's going to um, change my life. He says, Ooh, big words. I know big so, words from Milwaukee Thomas, you know, so hopefully now it doesn't go uh, I laugh so hard if I'm thinking of a different match. <laughs> and this one's a dud, but I'm pretty confident this is the match that I've seen a few times. So, um, 
Well, uh, well, Will, like I said, we got about three minutes left on this meeting. Do you want to go another session or you got, uh, you got any other words to say or what you thinking here, me amigo? I'm thinking about a bowl of cereals. Huh? I'm not going to lie. That's what, that's what I've got on my mind right now. Okay. But, uh, but as far as Ring of Honor goes, let's, let's see next week. You know, last week was good. The week before that was the recap, so we won't really count that. But, I mean, it's been a decent trip to TV so far. Yeah. Yeah. They, don't, they, don't, normally, they don't normally maintain that, though. Yeah, so I'm, you know, I'm hoping this is different. So I guess what we need is Mike Mondo talking to a TV representative to start the, to start the night. Please make that happen. Make that happen. I'll also have to call Jim Cornette and have to go back in in time. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Will, thank you per the usual. Um, Thanks for having me, Tom. Of course. Yeah, and um, just want to tell all the people if, if they're not aware of your social medias where they can catch you on social medias and everything. I mean, sure, the better answer would be to don't, but if uh, I, don't, I don't really keep track. Some It's it's always my name, so I think my Twitter and my Instagram are both uh, Mercy or William. I think I did that on purpose. That's a good call. And everything's my name. You want you want to find me? You want to find me on Xbox? W Mercer Jr. I think there might be a ninety-one at the end. It's my name. People, are like, I can't believe you put your name out there. It's like I ain't, I ain't fucking scared. I don't do anything. I'm not a douche. So yeah, I mean, I yeah. can't talk. I got a different nickname for every fucking thing I've got. So so yeah, Mercer William on Instagram. We follow each other on Instagram. We do. Do you follow a podcast on Instagram? I believe so. At W Mercier Jr. on the Twitter. And you can find Tom at High Five Tom. That's the number five, not five spelled That's out. Correct. Shout out to Chad. Shout out to Visionary Global Media. Uh, Chad and Diesel, I'll see you guys in person in a couple weeks. Um, but yeah, we're about to run out of time, but Will, um, much love. Appreciate all uh, all the help here, dude. And we will talk next uh, next week. And...